Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if the story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry, feathered, or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Just as unexpectedly as Dolly Parton putting out a new album just in time for Christmas, I am back to touch base and tap on and break the marital tension that has imbued <laughs> this feed. Dolly Parton and I bringing the rock star energy to finish off 2023. There's been much love in this pod feed, but Deb has asked for a break in recording TVTP so she can turn her recording efforts into the lush and lucrative fields that are true crime podcasts. We are banking, and that is with a capital B, bringing you our wonderful listeners three short, sharp, punchy bits of TVTP gold that will have you just reaching for the review section of your podcast catcher, applying a healthy dose of five stars and writing something along the lines of... I didn't realise how good this podcast was until I played it backwards and realised that it sounds like Satan singing a lullaby <laughs> to a panda dressed as a waiter serving milkshakes to Hulk Hogan. Welcome, listeners, to episode 211 of the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, where too much talking to pets is barely enough. I am Dr. Robbie Anderton, and I'm joined by the man who kept the candle burning on the doorstep waiting for my fabled return. It's Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Lewis, how are you? Face to face. This is face to face. This is amazing, mate. What an intro. What a what a comeback. I thought I'd come back hard, Yeah, mate. yeah. And uh, that's the end of the episode. That, that's it. Yeah, so we wanted to be short and sharp and punchy <laughs> so I could barely get the uh, get the intro. And I was thinking that. Yeah. And I thought if Christina sees how long this was, she goes, didn't you say that they were going to be short episodes? <laughs> I said, well, there's going to be the be the intro and then we need to have a chat a bit yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Because if memory serves, this is the first time we've done a face-to-face one since... Can't since Port Douglas. Wow, really? And the and the time before the that OB. was pre-COVID. Wow, since we we're on the beach in Cairns, enjoying yes. it, up, yeah, tra- up in the rainforest, slightly yeah, tra- chasing the getting chased by crocodiles. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Yeah. But interesting, you mentioned you, you're comparing. I saw the saw the uh, your intro there. You're comparing Deb to to Dolly Parton. Is that? Oh no, that, me, is me, 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 Dolly Parton. Oh, me, I Dolly Parton. Some assets there that that maybe Deb and Dolly like shared that you thought. You know, crossed oh, over there. I mean, I mean, I haven't. Uh, yeah, you haven't. I don't, have you heard Deb sing? Is that, I assume that's the asset. Uh, that, that's exactly that. yeah. right. Yes. Yeah. 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 She well, has lovely tones. Uh, lovely asset. I mean, yeah. she she also you know, talks about working nine to five and make. You know, it's a hard <laughs> way to make a living and that sort of stuff. Works so very hard. Very yes. very hard. I mean, Definitely. especially trying to keep you clean and you know keep you on the straight and narrow and, and the so, podcast running. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know how she finds the time, Deb. Well, that's you true. Know, we do very struggle. efficient in her uh, in her, in her time management. Yeah, we do struggle. Definitely. What's been happening in your clinic, mate? mate in the world? So in the last. Um, Eight months. Yeah, I know. So, so you know, a couple of things have been happening here or there. So, <laughs> had a so, um, surgery so, here and there. Yeah. So, so when I um when I got in contact and I said, hey, you know, like I'm I'm going to be in town. So, so do you want to get get together and we'll do some stuff? You said, oh yeah. Well, by the time we um do all the prep, I said, mate. I'll bring the prep. So, so, so stra- strap, strap in, nice. listeners. This is gonna if if this is great, it's all on me. If it's crap, well, it's because Lewis didn't want to have anything to do with it. Well, so. since, since you did your prep, I added some in, so you might not have the print out there. So, there's a few things I've oh, got to check. Perfect, out as well. nice one. So, um, the first one I wanted to talk about was a very, very interesting little case that we saw. That was um, a uh, a, a young kitten it was about 12 weeks old that um that had a really, really sore leg, like really sore screen. Mm. 
screaming in pain. Ooh. Went to the emergency center, was given some pain relief and um, was still non-weight bearing lame on the back leg. So came in and, okay, right, well, we better you know, get it in and we'll, um, you know, we have to x-ray this kidney so sore so we sedated him took an x-ray and it was really interesting down the bottom of his femur so that's the long big bone in the back leg um it there was a there was what almost looked like a folding fracture you know so Ooh. it wasn't like a you know, usually you'll get like a spiral fracture or something like that but no this was like a bit of a folding fracture that was on there and gone that's really weird um and then uh, i looked at his bones and i thought she said, yeah, how many times do you x-ray, you know, 11, 12-week-old kittens? It's pretty bloody uncommon, oh, right? You and, know? and it's always just like, it's literally like a bag of bones because they've got no fusion and they've got gaps in all their bones. The and growth all plates spot. everywhere, growth yeah. Plates, yeah, exactly. But Very I was looking, at, looking at this kitten, looking at this kitten, I think, geez, this looks, I, I reckon the cortices, so the outside part of these bones look really, really thin. Oh. And so I said to the other vets, I said, do you guys reckon that this is really thin? And now, of course, they're scratching their head as well. I go, well, yeah, how many times do we x-ray young kittens? Say, oh, I know, but it just looks really, really thin. Um, and so we x-rayed its hips as well um, and its back. And interestingly, it looked like there are a couple of little folding fractures in or a couple of shortened vertebrae as well. Oh. So so looking at and this kitten, it was injured by jumping off the couch. Right. So this isn't a this isn't a three story, you know, sugar glider kitten incident. <laughs> this was just, you know, fall, jumping off the couch, yeah, right. landed pretty, on pretty its leg. Innocuous sort of Innocuous, yeah. yeah. I mean kittens are gonna jump off couches. Yeah, we, right? we have them jump off the consult table on a daily a daily basis, basis <laughs> you know? Slippery no, little suckers, they are. Nothing more scary than that. That's, that's why we need the Velcro Leaping. gloves, so that, you know, you know we'll move on. Uh, <laughs> um, so so what I reckon's happened, so talking to the owner, and I said, right, so what, you know, I said, your kitten's got a, got a folding fracture of its leg. We, we're we not going to go and do surgery on it because it's literally going to be like trying to operate on wet tissue oh. paper. Oh, yeah. um, so cage rest, anti pain relief, I said, but the, it looks like it's got these two, like one's its its seventh lumbar vertebrae and the other one its third lumbar vertebrae where they are, you know, 25% shorter than the vertebrae wow. on either side. So I said, you know, so what, what's it being fed? And she said, oh, the, so well, the breeders got getting me feeding it beef mints, pate and dry food, oh. but it doesn't really like the dry food, oh. so it's only eating the beef mints and the pate. Oh. I wow. think I might have found the answer. Rubber, so, rubber kitten syndrome. Rubber kitten, yeah. As yeah. diagnosed by Robbie. That's amazing. I've, I've never seen you hear about it. You, you told about it at uni. Yeah, tw 20 years or mm. 22 years, and I've never seen it. And so um, it's just that funny thing, isn't it, where you, um, you know, we're, 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 we're trained almost as pattern recognition, right? You know, like you, get, you spend so much time, you recognize crucial injuries, you recognize this, you recognize that. But then when you see something that's different, you look and go, it just looks weird, mm. you know? And so um, one of the things I say to the young vets at work is that if something's looking weird and you can't find a good reason for why it's looking weird, you've got to search a little bit further because, you know, if it's if there's something that's significant enough that's making it bad, you should be able to yeah. find something. Yeah, exactly. You know? It was like a cat, I, a cat I had in yesterday that... Uh, the owners brought in this uh, very difficult cat to handle, very aggressive. As soon as you open the cage door, it's launching at you, yeah. sort of thing. So, really hard to handle. Handle and um, and I forget why they had it in. Um, anyway, so it'd come in 
<coughs> and they'd uh, they'd given a little bit of a, a little bit of a pre-med at home, a little anxiety uh, inducing. <coughs> um, uh, anxiety lowering medication yep. at home, so something to try and take the edge yeah, off. Yeah, it was quite. Yeah. It was. It wasn't too bad. It was growling, hissing, but it wasn't too bad to examine. And, and I'm chatting away to the owners, and I, I didn't want to get the cat out of the carrier. I took the lid off, and the cat sort of lying on its side a little bit. You know, just uh, oh, that's right, it was licking itself over grooming, mm. and um, and I sort of looked at it and went, oh, it looks a bit, little bit. You know, it's a large looking cat. It's a little bit plump. Um, the owner's like, yeah, look, we've been trying to get it to lose weight. We've been, you know, we've been feeding it. We, we've, we've actually looked on the side of the bag and it, it, was, it was a seven kilo cat when we last saw it. It's actually, we've been feeding it enough for a 2.7 kilogram. Holy cat! Crap! And, and before they said that, that actually made a bit of a joke going, oh, you know, how's the cat? Oh, look, he's, he's, he's acting like he's getting, he's, he's not getting fed at all. And I was like, oh yeah, that's a oh, joke owner say, cat's demanding food all the time. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh yep, yeah, right. Eh? And they go, now we're feeding it the metabolic food, um, you know, which is, you know, for weight loss. And uh, and I said, well, you should be trying delicate care technically. But anyway, well, that's another story. Yeah, we, we can't all be perfect. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and uh, and they said, uh, you know, it's not losing any weight. Uh, you know, seven kilos. We're feeding him enough for a 2.7 kilogram cat. And I thought, oh, my goodness, this poor cat's been so – how long have you been doing that? Oh, look, it'd be – since we last saw you five months ago. Right. I was well. like, oh, my goodness me. And so, and uh, so I thought oh, that's a bit weird. So and then we're chatting away, and I didn't want to lift this cat out and weigh it. Yeah, I was like, you know, it's going to attack me. It doesn't like being picked up. So he goes, "Well, you're weighing at home." Well, we were weighing at home, but then it started getting onto that, and it doesn't like being picked up. So we haven't weighed it for you know three or four months. I thought, oh, hang on, either I've got to take blood tests or I've got to weigh this cat. So I thought, yeah. oh, we'll start with the easy thing. Yeah, we'll weigh the cat. Yeah, the cat's five point eight kilos. It's lost one point two kilos. Wow! And it's actually all just fluff, basically. Like yeah, it wasn't, well. it wasn't uh, as overweight as they thought. But just like you're saying, something wasn't right. I'm like, yeah. this cat's on. You know, if it's still seven kilos, and it's being fed two point seven kilos worth of food uh, to, for a two point seven yes. kilo cat, something not going on right there. But yeah, it turned out it had lost weight, and they just couldn't wait. And then I said, so does it like the carry? Oh, it loves the carrier. It goes in the carrier all the time. I've gone. Why don't you weigh it in the carrier? <laughs> I went, oh my goodness. Wow. Wow. You. That's why they pay you the big genius. bucks, mate. Yeah, you know? Uh, yeah. I felt as big as a head couldn't fit through the door. Yeah. You, you think you think inside the box sometimes, <laughs> yeah. as well as outside I the like box. It. Yeah. That's why we have you on, right? Oh, I know. That's yeah. That's, that, that's the big bucks. Yeah. You know? oh, thanks, mate. Thank Excellent. you. Um, so uh, we've also had, um, you, know, you know, we always say you know, you'd never want to be the pet of a vet or a nurse no. or something like that because something bad always happens. So yes. um, got sent a video uh, last week from one of our nurses, Jen, uh, her dog, eight-year-old, nine-year-old Labrador, Jax. Um, uh, named name Jax because uh, when uh, they got him as a puppy, was right around the time that Sons of Anarchy was uh, was quite big. So, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, so, never watched it, so yeah, named after Charlie, Charlie Honey, Honeyham's character. I'm sure there'll be some of the listeners out there will be uh, very, uh, roll very deep on Charlie Honeyham's you know, back some, some lady listeners screaming, do you think? Absolutely. Right. Yeah, you're a very, very that, dreamy um, English that actor. puts it in yep. perspective, yes. Yeah, um, so anyway, so she sent me this, uh, Christina and I, this um, video going, oh, here's a video of Jax. Um, he's just running around at the park. Um I'm I'm going to bring him in because she was um she was working working in the afternoon chasing motorbikes Harley oh, Davidson yeah yeah absolutely yeah, yes yeah yeah, yeah. But only only the key. only the patched ones yeah so it's only the, only the really good ones yeah I saw some of them as we're driving in today yeah. you would have it's, uh, yeah. it's the area it is the yeah. area yeah, yeah they they like the salty sea air <laughs> um so uh, yeah they sent, she sent me the video and um he's 
really lame on his back leg and knuckling on his back leg. Oh, and I'm going, oh, oh no. So I, I said to the, um, I said to her, yeah, no problems. Bring him in. We'll, we'll be able to, we'll be able to check him. Um, and I said to Lynn, the practice manager, I said, best case scenario, it's his cruciate. Mm. Worst case scenario with the way he's knuckling, it could be something else. Um, but come in, had a feel of it. And yeah, his knee was just swinging in the breeze. Oh, so I was like, oh, good. Good news. It's just the it's cruciate. cruciate yeah, you know, it's not his back. Bad mm. news. It's his cruciate. Mm. So, um, but we are seeing a slew of cruciates at the moment. I you agree, know? mate. You I know, agree. It's, um, I think it is just the warmer weather and everyone going out and exercising. But it's, we are ju- it's just cruciate central at the moment. Is it the first spring since sort of COVID? I'm trying to work it out. No, it must be second spring. Second, yeah. No, I was just thinking maybe people just like, yeah, just the weather. Just people are like, yeah, we're out and about. Getting go, out and doing things. Yeah. yeah, but it's um, amazing. So, so yeah, it, we, so he's just gone and had his surgery. He's gone and had a TPLO surgery, which has um, gone very successfully. And so, yeah, he's, uh, you know, we'll, we'll touch base in again about how he's going through his rehab and everything. But he's, um, you know, yeah, it's just one of those ones where you go, oh, well, it could have been worse. Yeah. could have been worse. But, uh, you know, at least he's gone and had the procedure. So that's all. That's that's all nice, but we've also had another um, another close call um, this week. So we had a, you know, those we, we've spoken about it before. What do you do with a lump? Owner comes in with a pet with a lump, and so you want to check it. So we'll stick a needle in it, look at it under the microscope, and so this little dog um, came in, little lump on its toe, about halfway up on one of its toes. Had a look at it under the microscope. Oh, we think we can see some mast cells here. Oh, is it a mast cell tumor or not? Wasn't too sure because it wasn't a. You know, sometimes with the mast cell tumors, like it's a lay down mosaic. You just there's just a sea mm. of these cells that are full of the granules and little bits of granules everywhere. Um, so, so for the listener, look, a mast cell tumor is not an ideal tumor on a dog. Something we probably want to cut out fairly quickly. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Has the potential that can either be low grade and just locally invasive, or it can be high grade and and quite uh, spread elsewhere. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And and you know, without meaning to sound flipping towards a toe it's not actually the worst place on the body to have a yes, mast cell because indeed. you can get quite good margins but four others yeah well, for depending depending on yeah. yeah whether you've lost any others yeah yeah it, it does make it very difficult for the dog to count to 16 after that you know yes. because because dogs can't count on their dew claws because they can't see them so they can only usually count to 16 right yeah which is hard um so um so, so this dog um so we sent the the fine needle aspirate off um to the lab as well because um we weren't too sure came back saying yep looks like it's a mast cell tumor removed with margins so I said to the owner look you know, send me through a picture because we need to see where it is on the toe is this going to be one that we can amputate yep. or is it going to be a little bit more tricky so he sent me the photo and you know, got it to hold a ruler up to it so I could look and see okay yeah look I can see that yes we're going to have margin here we can take that toe no problems book it in came in for surgery and when the dog came in for surgery um uh, Ash one of the vets at work and I were looking at it and it's its whole foot was really inflamed, oh. like it, like it looked like re- a really classic dermatitis kind of foot, and so we looked at it and we thought, gee whiz, I wonder if I wonder if, and so I said, look, let's do another fine needle aspirate, see if we can see any mast cells. So we did a fine needle aspirate. This time we couldn't see any mast oh. cells. So that okay, right, well, what do we do here? So we actually rang up the owner. It's all about communication, right? That's what the vet board tells us. It's all about communication. You got the email too, mate. I yes. did, yes, yeah. <laughs> um, 
So, so it's all about communication. So I said, look, Ash, ring up the owner, have a bit of a chat with her and say, look, what we can do, because we measured it and the diameter of this mass was about six millimetres and it was about one centimetre down from the edge, like the start of the toe. Yep. So I said, we've got an eight millimetre skin biopsy punch. We can go right mm. around that six millimetres and basically just shell it out. Mm. And we can send it off to the lab and we can find out, is it a mast cell tumour or not? And if it is, we can still take the toe. The margins will be exactly mm, the same yeah. because we're going to be far enough away from where that toe starts that we can still amputate. It'll be no harm, no foul. But if it comes back as that it's not a mast cell tumour, dog can still count to 16. Yeah. So she said, okay, no problems. Rang up, spoke to the owner. The owner was really understanding. He said, oh, if we can do anything to save that toe, let's go for it. Beauty, no worries. Go in there, took the biopsy, so shelled this um, shelled this thing out, get the results back, not a mast cell tumour. Wow. Not a mast cell. So those mast cells were there as part of this allergic inflammatory response. So we got fantastic. And so um, so then we're looking at the results and then we just, oh, well, geez, what do we say to the owner here where we thought it was a mast yeah. cell tumour and then it's not? I said, no, no, no. You get to ring up the owner and say, good, good news. news. Yeah. You thought it was going to be a mast cell tumour, but it's not a mast cell tumour. This is why we do an excisional biopsy. This is why we've done it, the excisional biopsy. Dog can count to 16. You beauty. That's amazing. Away we go. You know? That's amazing to think with your little needle, you sucked up all the mast cells just that were in the tumour. sucked them all out. Yes. Yeah, and got rid of it. That's so, amazing. So now now we're instituting that as another way yes. of trying to treat mast cell yes. tumours. We have three options. Yes. <laughs> surgery. Surgery. Palladia, yeah. whatever it is. And uh, and uh, Robbie, do a final aspirin. Suck them out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 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 localised, directed <laughs> suctional therapy have for a mast cell tumour. The, the oncologist about your new technique? I, I haven't. Technique. I, I do have to get into contact with friend of the show, Laura Broccoli, the oncologist yes. extraordinaire, and have a chat with her about whether or not it's feasible that we can at least try and put it into some studies. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Hey, and, you know, in order to get out here, I've actually caught an Uber because, you know, um, listeners of the show might have picked up. I'm actually going to a rock concert um, you know, out at Flemington Showgrounds. Well, Good Things Festival. Going to go out there and rock out a little bit. Good you've brought it up, mate, because I won was wondering the, the, the red hat... What uh, what the significance was, but now I realise you're off to Devo. Go, we are gonna go and see Devo. Yeah, you're and plugged in energy, your energy hat. My my energy hat, energy dome, energy Ener dome. 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 Yes, that's, that's, yes, the, that's one. the one. All um, plugged in. So I was. Um, I do actually have a T-shirt. I think I've worn it where it's got the pit, the silhouette of the whippet and then the yes. whippet with the Devo hat. Yes, so with whippet the good. dome. Yes, I was gonna wear that, but I thought, no, nah, that's probably a little. You know, really? Yeah. Bit too much? Bit too much. Bit well, too much. Yeah. Yeah. I've mean, got to try. I'm 45 years old going to a rock festival. I've got to try and maintain my cool as best as I Steve, can. But it's Steve, You would have got a few comments. I oh, would have got a few yeah, comments, yeah. yes. Um, but I had to get a, I had to get a, um, an Uber out here so that we could do the face-to-face -face, uh, thing today. And um, interestingly, I was talking to my Uber driver and he was telling me that he's got, um, you know, oh, what do you do? I'm going out to record a podcast or what's it about? Vet stuff. Okay, you're right. Excellent. Let's so, put it on. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, he's got, geez, what, you know, what's going on here with this uh, with the female voice i thought you said it was <laughs> yeah you a, were on is this, this is this you is yeah this dolly parton yeah absolutely yeah yeah um she's working hard um so we uh 
he was telling me about he's got a 15 year old dog um, and she's getting pretty close to him but also then got a little um, poodle cross puppy who's very very anxious and um, and I said well you know you might find when you lose your old girl that your the little puppy might start to get a little bit more anxious so it might be worthwhile going and having to talk to your vet about Zilkeen, because nice. that would be yes. a um, a very good thing for you to start your little puppy on. Just a mild anxiety relieving food supplement, incredibly safe. Just something that you can start her on before you're thinking about getting to the point where you're going to put your old dog to sleep, because it might help with the transition of solo dog life for your little little oodle. Great so, idea, sponsor of the show. Thank you very are, much. Are they still? Oh wow, well, I, I, I didn't realise that. On board, mate. Wow, you're not getting the checks oh know, well you, you know I, 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 by the time you, you take all your residuals and deb's residuals out yeah there's not that much left of the pie well, but that's by, all right by the time i paid for the singing lessons for, for pot dolly that's right yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> excellent and also big thank you to delicate care our other sponsor for the show uh the australian owned australian made uh, dog food uh very very good if you've got a dog that uh Perhaps wants to lose a little bit of weight. Absolutely, for sure. Yeah, uh, they definitely have got a weight management food that is that is fantastic and very palatable. So get aboard and check out uh, Delicate Care at your local vet. Nice one. Hey, and speaking of food, um, so Thursdays are still my RDO when I'm not going to yeah. You know, then rock concerts the next day. Yes. And so um, I went to um went to go and have lunch with uh, with Christina yesterday just in town and um. Who happens to drive past? But what a guy I play baseball with double. His last name's Decker, so everyone calls him Double. You know, nice, so very um, Australian. And um, and so you know, uh, uh, Doc, how are you going? Oh, good, Dub. How are you going? Yeah, not too bad. Um, I had to put um, Double's old dog to sleep last year, and so now he's got himself a new dog. And I said, oh, this is the new dog. He said, yeah, yeah, oh, the dog's a bloody rat bag. Okay, right. <laughs> Double's a builder, and so the dog's always running around building sites and stuff. Um, he said, what do you do? Yeah, do you live around here? I said, I do. What are you, you heading out for lunch? He said, yeah, just going to get some lunch. He said, oh, oh, while you're here, can you just have a look at his leg? So... As you do. Parked in the middle of the road. Dog jumps over onto his lap. You know, this is just a single lane suburban road. Um, he's gone and sliced the back of his carpal pad on oh. something sharp oh. in the uh, in the, in the building, building site. site. He said, oh, he's done it yesterday. You know, he's just been licking it. I mean, it looks pretty right. clean. It should be right. And so I've looked, I go, there's no tendon damage. It's, you know, there's a look, that bit of floppy stuff there is probably going to die off. It doesn't look like it's infected. Maybe try and stop him from licking it as much. Give it a clean with some salt water and send me a picture in a couple of days. We'll see how we go. Otherwise, got a bail for lunch, double. <laughs> oh, see you later. Classic. The life of a vet, hey? Oh, no, there's no switching off, no, Lewis. No, no switching not, off no, at all. No, definitely not. Now, did you, did you, uh, you're off to rock consummate, did you get a, a Spotify wrapped this week? Did you, I did, you did as a Spotify? matter of fact. Did, did, yes. And, and how'd you go? Any any notable mentions? Oh. You're in any percent, high percentage, you know? Um, the, the, the song that I did listen to the most, yes. and it was 50 times I've listened to it this year, and I'll, I'll a little bit of a, you know, um, a, a go out and have a listen to it if you like. Um, Nine to five? No, it's actually no. King Stingray. Um, right. Kings are a Northern Territory band. Um, a couple of uh, the band members are related to Yothu Yindi, yeah, um, right. but they're all these childhood friends. Um, and they've done a their own version of Men at Works Down Under, and it is it is schmick. So, Great. listeners, do yourself oh, a favour. 
Pause. Go to your Spotify account. King Stingray, Down Under. It is in one of my but, top but, three songs of all time. But no, that was that's the, what my number one was. Yeah, what did you get? Oh, the, uh, the link won't be in the show notes. <laughs> oh, well, actually, my no- well, interesting. There's a bit of conjecture in the household. So, big Swifty fan household. Yes. Yeah, I got two daughters. One of them, April, loves Taylor Swift. Massive Swifty fan. We managed to get tickets to oh, the Melbourne nice. concert. So, wrapped going as a family. She's the big fan. So, comes up... Uh, she, uh, uh, Taylor Swift, you're in the, for her, top 4% of Taylor Swift, Swift listeners for April. Top 4%. Top 4%. Wow. Guess who got top 3%. That would be your da- guy. Uh, daddy. Wow. So, yeah, so I'm a bit like, oh, I'm the real Swifty in the household. There Thank you, you go. Very much. Well, mate, you, you, you'll really enjoy that concert there. Just, uh, you know, oh. just screaming. Oh, you know, go, Taylor! I love it. I went, to the, I went to the last one. It was amazing. She's a real performer, mate. But we did get a, a message from yeah. a Zachary Hon. Right, okay. He's from, I think he's from New Zealand. Very, very uh, amazing to get this. He's, he studied at Massey University. He's from Auckland. Uh, he sent us a little thing saying he was in the, uh, the top, he's a top 1% fan for two vets talk pets podcast. Wow, there you Look go. At that. So that that so that that's from him. That's all the way from New Zealand. Yeah, and he said, "Thanks for making my evening commutes from work better." Oh, right, there you go. And he says, "I've been working nine to five. Oh, well, it's oh, the only on, way you can make a living. Hang on, is this you? Yeah, <laughs> it, it could be. It could. Yeah, yourself I, 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 I have again. been. Yeah, you're putting a VPN on there. So and and I've again. been listening a lot more while Deb's been on the show. So and then he says he does a little smiley face and he says, uh, "I wish Deb could be on more of the old episodes." <laughs> Ah, okay, anyway. Oh, you, you could overdub Deb on there. <laughs> so he's he's top 1% fan. He's been listening for 1,986 minutes. Wow. Which is 33 hours. Jeez. Or 1.4 days. One and a half days of listening to our voice. Holy crap. Poor guy. Gee, absolutely, right. yeah. Jeez, okay. I, I hope we've sent him a sticker. <laughs> Actually, we probably, probably haven't. Yeah. Yeah, I, hope he, I hope he's a Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Send us your address, mate. We'll send you. A, we'll send you a sticker. Yeah, uh, you know, so no, you can put it on the back of your no, car. We've run out of stickers. I've, I've got yeah. some at home. Oh, have you? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you can send that one. Awesome. Cool. Send it. Send it, and I'll send you the sticker, so, mate. Absolutely. Thanks very much, Zachary. Really appreciate that. That uh, that made our week. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing that uh, that we've got a top one percent fan. If if you got a Spotify rap that included. To us? Top pets, let us know. I'd love sure, that. yeah. I would absolutely love it. I sent it to one of my mates said, oh, were you top 1%? Um, and he goes, no, I listen on Apple Podcasts. I go, oh, 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 so oh. Well, well, that's right. Even if you're listening on Apple Podcasts <laughs> or on, you know, whichever way you're listening, you know, thank, thanks for listening. And exactly. Leave us a review. And thank you to our Patreon supporters as well. Absolutely, yeah, yes. Now, quick one for this week. I just want to talk about the shortage of the F3 vaccination oh, yes. in cats. Yes. So uh, listener may, uh, our listener may not be aware or not, but we've got a worldwide shortage of the F3 vaccinations for cats, haven't we? Yes. And the FIVs, the AIDS yeah, oh, the FIVs are definitely out. Yeah, yeah they're out for, have been out for a long time. So just wanted to sort of, I suppose, just let the listener know that um, we are, you know, as a community, as a vet community, having trouble sourcing. Well, we can't source them until potentially looking. Have you heard February next year? Yeah, something some, like some, that. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's very maybe. So, so it's very restricted, the vaccines. Yeah, there's very, very. If if you've got, if you really need a vaccine, <laughs> no. so we we are restricting them. We we have got enough for um, 
for some little kittens. We do, but, yeah. do vaccinate the kittens. And we uh, potentially a high-risk situation. We might do it if perhaps they're going for a cattery for a long time. Or, yeah. Uh, not sure exactly where it stands on vaccinating for catteries yet, whether there's a... Really, a relaxing of restrictions. I think mm. there might have to be come the new year, definitely, because yeah. uh, you know a lot of people are running very low, and we're getting people ringing out, ringing around now, saying, um, "Oh, and my vet doesn't have vaccines. Have you got any?" Yes, um, yeah, yeah. And uh, so just just be aware. It's 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 an awkward situation that we're in, um, uh, but certainly talk to your vet. Yes, absolutely. It. Don't just don't go to the vet. Uh, we certainly you need to get your your cat checked. Still, the yearly check yeah. is still really important exactly. to go and get that done. And um, I, I know one of the things that we've been looking at doing is um, where people have been ringing up if we if we haven't been able to give them the vaccines that they're due for is saying that, look, come in, you'll only pay for your consult, but when the vaccine comes in, you'll come in and it'll just be the vaccine. You know, so it is still we're still trying to really indicate the importance of getting them in for an examination because that is so important yeah that's and, then, and then we'll sort out the vaccine later yeah that's a really good way to do it so so it is really difficult it's hard for us guys i mean we're copying a little bit of flack from from uh, from the public a little bit but just you know, go easy on your vet mm. um you know it's 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 beyond our our control have you heard uh, exactly what the issue is i don't think it's very sketchy yeah no i haven't heard no i haven't been privy to the information no, no, I, haven't. No. I, I did ask a, i did uh, have a client in the other day and i said oh maybe they've switched all manufacturing to covid vaccines and forgot about little cats <laughs> and make, make, make money from covid and i thought well that's an interesting way to look at it no, yes yeah that, yeah that's, that's uh that's conspiracy theory at its best yeah yeah well because exactly. I mean, well, we're low or well, you can't get lepto vaccines now either no, so um yeah. so, so that's another one yeah yeah Alrighty, guys. Well, if you have any questions, that's uh, that's oh, I think that's about a wrap for this week. Absolutely, short, uh, sharp, exactly. punchy. Yeah, send us uh, an email to vetstorepets at gmail uh, We're on all the social medias. Um, Robbie's on um, uh, Threads. Threads. On threads now. Yes, nice. He's on threads. He signed up to Threads. Uh, Perfect. The, uh, the uh, competition for X. Yeah. Oh, is it yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Formerly known as Twitter. Yes. X, yes. So yeah, get get onto us and send us your Spotify Wrapped if you if you featured heavily, um, in in if we featured heavily in your Spotify in your wrapped. feed. Yes. Yeah. If you've had us in your ears that much this year, well, you have our thanks. Alrighty, guys. Scratch you later. Peace out, mate. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, or send an email to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at VetBehaviorist, and more importantly, as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives, be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle.